Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about is the IRS tax code as complicated as baseball's infield fly rule? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Allison Rife Martin, CPA, soon to be comic book writer, uh, making millions from CPA jokes. I'm ready. For I that. was going to say, I've already in my head seen it as a New York Times bestseller. So, just you're kind of like giving me an opportunity to lead into, you know, it's coming. Get excited. Be ready for the great book I'm about to publish. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be like, hey, look, look, y'all. I knew her before she blew up and got off. Ex- exactly. That's you know, it's it's coming. It's a good one. <laughs> Which makes me think, as we are into October and we're starting to think about the Major League Baseball. World Series, which I'm sure all of us are thinking about instead of taxes and how to grow our wealth and all that stuff. We'd much rather focus on who's going to win, you know, the World Series. So I thought today our topic would be, is the tax code as confusing as an infield fly rule in baseball? And what do you think? I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. So it, both of them <laughs> sound super confusing to me. Well, from what I will say this, I like baseball, but I'm not an expert at the code. But the way the infield fly rule works is if a ball is hit in the ordinary and you can catch it with ordinary effort um, while someone is on second and third at the same time, is it is it considered a catch or an out? Like the basic gist was to uh, not have you as a the other team. let a ball come in and just be dropped so they could be counted as a foul ball or something like that. Anyway, doesn't that sound as confusing as the IRS tax code? Basically, left up to the discretion of the regulators. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so as we, uh, as you may know, Aaron Judge hit an historic second 62nd home run in uh, Globe Life Stadium uh, this past week. And it, it's historic, and it was caught by a fan in the in the, the stadium. So the question for this particular fan: Are there tax implications to this? And I don't know that I would have thought of it when I, you know, if I were the fan catching the ball, I'd be thinking, "I caught the ball, not wow, what are my tax implications?" How, how do how do you how do you place? So I'm assuming they're placing the value on the on the ball, right? No. So we have so, and they're actually right now whoever they are, they're estimating the fair market value of that ball to be in the several million dollars. And they, and they're going to like, then he had, they had, he has to sell the ball to get the cash. Right. That's exactly. Exactly. And so, um, so th- there are several things that he can consider as what to do to make sure that he, you know, he can minimize his tax bill or, you know, or be prepared for any potential tax bill. So knowing that they've estimated the fair market value would be $2 million, if he keeps the ball, 
that in and of itself is not a taxable event because he just has the ball. But if he dies and he still has the ball and it's a part of his estate, because remember, when in your estate, your assets are stepped up to fair market value at the time of your death, if he passes away and still owns it, his estate is, if that was all he owned, his estate was worth $2 million. bucks. But let's assume that his estate was worth over $12 million. Well, then, yeah, there's going to be a potential tax implication to that. Mm. So you really have to sit there and think, what do I want to do with, with this, this wonderful baseball that I caught? How meaningful is it to me? Do I want to hold on to it? And what, what is it going to potentially mean to my, uh, whoever I leave it to upon my passing? If I decide to sell it, well, that two million bucks is going to put me in probably the top top tax rate of thirty seven percent. What do I want to do when I sell it? If I sell it for the two million bucks, and remember, it's got no basis because I basically have a a baseball that was worth nothing. You've got a tax bill on two million bucks. <laughs> That's correct. How, how are you going to pre- be prepared for that? What's What's the answer? I think the answer was I would still sell it knowing that, you know, 63% of 2 million bucks is better than no percent of million of six, $2 million. Or, or, or what about this? This is, this came to my head. You said it, and this is like new technology. He could, he could tokenize ownership on the blockchain and retain some upside of it. Take some cash. Oh yeah. I was yeah. going to say I'm in my head thinking that I know you're more of the expert in this than me, but like, NFT, like some, is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, that's NFT. Yeah, that's exactly what that's like. Like, basically, that's the future of everything. That's, oh, yes. Well, so that he has lots more options. I think the world is now becoming his oyster as he's, you know, caught this, the fan has caught this ball. Um, if I give, if he decides to give it back to Aaron Judge, Believe it or not, in 1992, the when Mark McGuire hit one of his historic home runs, um, and the fan gave it back to the, to uh, Mark McGuire, the IRS said that that was considered a gift. And if you remember our exemption on gifts before it having to uh, have it be considered a ta- gift tax, subject to gift tax, is seventeen thousand bucks. So if he gave it back to Aaron Judge. Would it be considered a gift? And he'd be, you know, there's the gift tax implication. Well, after thankfully all of the outcry, the IRS said, nope, I guess he's just returning it. (laughs) It's not a gift. (laughs) So he could be kind and give it back to Aaron Judge. Um, Anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny that that was even a consideration. Is it a gift? (laughs) Yeah, no, that that is is pretty nuts. Uh, Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. And, and, and Steve shared another idea. He could, you know, just like advanced planning, he could, you know, put it into an irrevocable trust or a charity and do all some complicated stuff. But that's, you know, uh, I was actually that, that was a great, actually, the idea of giving it to a charity is wonderful, except for the fact, again, if we focus on the fact that it's worth $2 million and, um, the IRS limits your amount of uh, charitable contribution donation to um, certain percentages based on the type of asset that you're giving. So in this case, it could be like 30 to 60% of your income. 
So if you gave something worth $2 million, you're not getting a full deduction of the $2 million. You also have to have it appraised. So you've got the cost involved in getting the mm-hmm. ball appraised. And so not saying it's not a wonderful idea, but there's other implications to giving mm-hmm. it away. Yep. Yep. So, um, but the thing I thought that was funny, and I don't think most people think about is if I gave it back, if, if I were the fan who caught the ball and I gave it back to Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees said, you know what, you were a wonderful fan to give that historic baseball back to him. We're going to give you a bunch of season tickets. That's taxable. A wonderful, but taxable. <laughs> you need a bunch of gift cards that are no more than $25 each. But even still, that's taxable. That's considered taxable income because you gave me money just for give me the some, ball. Give me, some, give me some cash and trash bags behind the field. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I just thought that was kind of funny. And it, but uh, and again, if you just sit there and think, well, I don't want the tickets because I'm going to have to pay tax on it. Actually, I would. Because if you just sit there and think, let's say the the tickets were worth a hundred bucks and I had to pay twenty bucks in ta- in tax on it, my total cash outlay is effectively twenty dollars for a hundred dollars worth of season tickets. So yeah. in that case, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the 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 more the story is, don't catch any balls worth a lot of money. I was going to say, so when the, you know, our, your favorite football team, which is not Indiana University because they're not very good at football, I would not have to worry about catching one of their footballs and getting, you know, a tax implication on it. So <laughs> one of their basketballs, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, let everybody know how they can reach it. They want more information. Uh, you can get reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com, and I'd love to discuss baseball and taxes anytime. Awesome. Thanks. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. That's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.